Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go on this Monday, Hour 1. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick shows we do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. You can take part in the program. You can tweet. You can dial us up. You can email. Say good morning to Chat Row. We say good morning to our great radio affiliates around the world, numbering 362. And also, YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. What started as a trickle of sports earlier in the summer became a waterfall this weekend. There were 66 games scheduled between the NHL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. Out of the 66, 59 were played. You had games that were postponed due to COVID in baseball. And a full slate, and I hope everyone's TV remote muscles were okay because we haven't used it that way in a couple of months. I know, there's no fans in the stands, the real crowd noise. Uh, but it is real sports. It's like classic games where you know the outcome, or even worse, a video game recreation. You're actually seeing that that's really LeBron doing something there, and that's actually Aaron Judge hitting home runs for the Yankees or Connor McDavid scoring for the Oilers. There is no substitute, no matter where they're playing or who's watching, and maybe the absence makes the heart grow fonder because sports seems as fun as it's ever been despite the restrictions. And I know we have legitimate issues, health and public safety issues. They're still paramount, but let's hope we can still keep this going. And while we have baseball, we have the NHL, the NBA, football getting ready to start. At least we hope it's getting ready to start. College football has some issues here. Baseball has some issues. It feels like baseball is on a high wire right now. And there is no net. This is truly day-to-day. We always joke that everybody's day-to-day. Somebody gets injured, they're day-to-day. We're all day-to-day. Baseball is day-to-day. There's nine games scheduled for today and tonight. What's happening in St. Louis after what happened with the Marlins, with the Phillies, is there going to be another outbreak somewhere? And at some point, baseball is going to have to hit the pause button. If you remember going back to the interview I had with the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, I said, at what point, what has to happen for you to hit the pause button? He didn't really have an answer. Well, he may have to come up with an answer here soon. Watched a lot of NBA, watched a lot of baseball, watched some hockey over the weekend. I watched golf over the weekend as well. So we've had the busiest August sports-wise, that we've ever had and will ever have with all of these games. But baseball, baseball, you hold your breath because it feels like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. A lot of great matchups in basketball. Got a chance to watch the games last night on ABC. Uh, the Rockets against the Bucks. 
You know, I like the Rockets as sort of a dark horse here. I think given a shorter season, the fact that I have those two players in Westbrook and Harden, if they get healthy, they get Eric Gordon back. The Rockets, to me, are going to be a tough out. Uh, Portland was fun yesterday against the Celtics. Watch the Lakers. Uh, the Pelicans, if I'm the Pelicans, I just say to Zion, why don't you go home? We're not going anywhere. And my point is, if you want to have him with the team, that's great. But if you're not going to play him, then just send him home. He just doesn't look like he's in shape. He is explosive, but he doesn't look comfortable out there. They got blown out by the Clippers, and I know it was nice. I, I feel like the Pelicans felt like the NBA did everything they could do to get you guys in a position to maybe make it into the postseason, but they can't play the games for you. And after losing, and they, they didn't look good at all. You know, not having Zion or, you know, he's on his minutes restriction there, but you're losing by 35 to the Clippers. Uh, and it really looked like varsity, junior varsity out there. But you got a couple more games, but I would just have Zion go home and then regroup. Because that was my big concern. You either pay, and you're going to play him or you don't. Don't have him sort of there. And if he's going to be there on a minutes restriction, why didn't you play him, save up some minutes for the final five to seven minutes against the Utah Jazz? Because you could have won it. And you need to win games. That, to me, is a, a necessary risk right there. Now, unnecessary. You don't need it. Don't need him out there. Go through the motions, play your games, get a little experience there. But I would have Zion just go home. Uh, there are a lot of impressive performances. Uh, Luka Doncic, you know, the two best players in the game might be Foreign-born players, the Greek freak and Luka Doncic. Now, I know, you know, you know where I stand on LeBron and his greatness, but I'm just talking about the way they're playing right now. Greek freak, Luka Doncic, might be the two best players in the game. Uh, Russell Westbrook had 31 against the Mavs, 31 against the Bucks. Damian Lillard had 30 against the Celtics, 29 against the Grizzlies. Kyle Lowry had 33 and a win against the Lakers. Point guards... Doing well in the bubble here. Been a lot of interesting performances. Raise your hand if you know who T.J. Warren is. Raise your hand if you know who he plays for. Raise your hand if you realize he scored 53 in a game over the weekend. Exactly. And I follow the sport. That's one of those where you go, T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. Seahawks defensive back. T.J. Warren. Hmm. I think he averages like 18 or 19 a game. I couldn't quite remember who he played for. And then all of a sudden it was the Pacers. I go, of course, TJ Warren on the Pacers. That kind of weekend. Yes, McLovin. Do you remember uh, TJ Ford out of Texas? Yeah, yeah. I thought that might be him this weekend. It, it wasn't. Point guard. Point guard, TJ Ford. He was a nice little player. Yes, Todd? Wasn't there that UCLA basketball player that was in Hill Street Blues? I thought it was that guy. That was Mike Warren. It was Mike Warren. Yes. Thank you, Todd. Well, ah. Thank you, Todd. And TJ Warren also went to NC State, yeah. not Duke, not North no. Carolina. No offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let me give you the guest list here. Tom Verducci will join us. We'll talk a little baseball here. The Yankees are playing unbelievable baseball. And I love how, you know, you're, you're starting to get this, oh, you know, everybody forgot about Giancarlo Stanton. I, I didn't forget about him. I just want to see him when he's healthy. Like, if he stays healthy, then we'll talk about him. But it's not like, oh, you guys forgot about Giancarlo Stanton. No, I didn't. The Yankees forgot about him because he didn't play. Aaron Judge hitting bombs here. This is still going to come down to this. The Yankees... Pitching staff, to me, is their Achilles heel. They're going to be vulnerable. That starting staff, there's going to be questions about that all season long. Clayton Kershaw, if Clayton Kershaw pitches like that, Dodgers are going to the World Series. Dodgers are going to win the World Series. If you get that kind of performance out of Clayton Kershaw, because I was holding my breath watching it. Because I like him. I want him to do well. But that doesn't matter. You know, he still has to go out there and throw. 
and that was a very, very impressive performance. And he didn't throw. He wasn't throwing gas. I think he topped out at 93. But when his location, you give him a little bit of velocity and you give him location, and that then you see a great pitcher. Now, he's still got to do it in the postseason. But you know, you're starting to see who's really good. The Yankees have a softball lineup. The Dodgers, to me, have the best team in baseball. Doesn't mean you win. But right now, and the Yankees, what are they? They would be like 20 and 2 or 20 and 3 if this was a 162 game schedule. So if I prorate what they've done so far with their start, they'd be off to like a 19 and 2 start. Pretty impressive so far. All righty, we'll come up with a poll question, McLovin. Okay. Who is. By the way. Yeah. Did you see any sharks when you're on vacation? I can't be sure. Wait, what do you mean you can't be sure? Well, I have, I have some photos to show you guys later that, you know, there's, you see a shadow in the water. Oh, no, is this like Loch Ness Monster stuff? Well, it could, you know, sometimes they say it could be a tuna. It could be... Is this Shark Week on the Dan Patrick Show or is every week Shark Week for you? I think every week is Shark Week, but I think since I was really in the shark capital of the world. No, Cape no, Con, you were not. That's not the shark capital of the world. Lately, it has been, although I have bad news. The sharks, because of warm waters this year, are moving to New York, Connecticut area. Are you going to follow this? Yes. Will you give up your job to follow the migration of the sharks? Yes, I am ready to do this, but I'll show you guys some photos of what could or could not be shark activity okay. right. later this show and later in the week. By the way, Ethan, who does our stats, you know Ethan. Ethan just sent me a note. The Yankees have seven wins. The Marlins and Phillies have combined to play a total of six games. That's just Ethan bringing noise early and often on this Monday. This program brought to you by LegalZoom. You can start online, and they have a network of independent attorneys. They provide advice when you need it. And since LegalZoom isn't a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Uh, okay, McLevin, what do you have? Okay, if you take out the big three, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Bucks, who is the biggest threat to win the title? I'm going to give you the Toronto Raptors. Boy, they're getting a lot of love now. The Boston Celtics. Okay. The Houston Rockets. Your, your dark horse pick. Yeah. Uh, people are into the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know why exactly. I can't I, I, tell you much. You know, it'd be Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul is running the point. You may not, you know, not big numbers. Chris Paul, you know, I talk about managing a game as a uh, quarterback. He manages a game at the point guard position as well as anybody, if, if not better than everybody. He just, he's a, he's really, really good at understanding the game and moments. Uh, and I watched him, you know, it's, he just managed to, he manages to do the right thing. Uh, so I think it comes down to uh, Chris Paul. What and, else? Are there any other uh, teams? I, the Nuggets have injuries. The Jazz have injuries or COVID. And um, the Mavericks can't play any defense. So I don't know. Are there any other teams that, that look as, like real threats? What was it, like 150 to 150 the other night between the Mavs and the Rockets, and then they went into overtime? 302 points were scored <laughs> after just one overtime. That, that many points. Oh. Can your defense be quarantined? Can you say to your coach, uh, man, my D, uh, pandemic got it. My offense is here. My defense has been quarantined. Nobody was quarantined out there uh, as far as defense goes. My kind of game, back and forth. Yeah, McClough. So side poll question, which point guard do you want? You're talking about Chris Paul. Yeah. If I give you Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Kyle Lowry, or Damian Lillard with the Blazers are in that dogfight to make it in. But they're different point guards. Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul are, are similar, where Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard, they're just attackers. They're alpha dogs out there. So it's, it's different. It depends on what your team needs. But... You know, it's weird to say the defending champs, you know, people, we forget about the Raptors during the regular season. Then all of a sudden in the postseason, we go, oh, wow, they're going to be a tough out, tough matchup. You're starting to get a little bit more love with the Raptors maybe coming out of the East here. Uh, you know, Portland, of course, people thought that maybe that would be the big surprise if they came out of the West. 
But Toronto's not a surprise out of the East. I just think we forget about Toronto. And uh, here they are, not going away. What else do you have, McLovin? Okay, so a few of us were watching that Celtics-Blazers game yesterday. If you could start a team with one player uh, for this, from the Celtics, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, who's better? Jason Tatum went like two for 18 yesterday. Um, but it feels like he is he's on the precipice, the cusp of being a great player. Uh, but you'll I mean, how old is he? 21? No, he's he's only 22. Think 22. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, he just turned in March. So my God. And then Jalen Brown is 22. 23. Wait, he's only, yeah, he's ridiculously young, too. That's why when you, you look at this by comparison and then you go back in history, you know, guys didn't start to emerge, you know, as a great player till they were 24, 25, 26. Now you're playing one year in college, you're in the NBA, and by, you know, 2021, we've seen quite a bit of you. Or at least we think we know who you are. But uh, I, I would say Jason Tatum. I like and How old is Luca? 21, maybe? You're right, 21. Yeah. McLovin set himself up there. No, I, I'm not even on the Luca is, is lying about his age anymore. He's too good. Even if for an older guy, he's good. Yeah, I know. McLovin goes, he's not 21. Does he play like he's 21 in any no, way? No, he doesn't. He plays like he's going to play when he's 45, when he plays a pickup game, where... There's always that guy who knows how to play. He's not fast. He can't jump. But he just seems to do everything right. He's always in the right position. So Luca plays like he's going to play when he retires. It, you know, he does have the ball a lot. Maybe too much, but he has the ball a lot. He's right up there with Harden. Uh, they, they like them some uh, basketball there. Another story that nobody is probably going to tell you about today, but I found it fascinating. And, uh, you know, I'll talk to Verducci about it. It's a baseball story. And I did send it around to the Danettes. And it was one of those, if I said, hey, TJ Warren put up 53 and you go, who's he play for? If I told you Tyler Alexander had one of the great performances in baseball history yesterday. And you probably would go, who does he play for? And what position does he play? But uh, have that for you uh, coming up. Your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. The Pac-12 has uh, some players who are sending demands to conference officials. We'll talk to Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports about this. I did have a source say to me yesterday, your wish for the Power Five seceding from the NCAA is getting closer and closer to a reality. I said, well, first of all, it's not my wish. It's just my prediction. The Power Five is going to go on its own. I don't know when, but it's going to go on its own. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated will join us from the bubble, get his thoughts on what we've seen so far, first week of the NBA season. We'll take a break. We'll check in with Tom Verducci. Is baseball on a high wire act right now with no net? few things to talk to him about. Uh, coming up on 18 after the hour. Glad you're part of the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Hiring can be difficult. We know that. But if you're a company that's currently trying to hire, you face new difficulties from safely reopening your doors to finding the right person. And it's a specialized role and you're trying to find somebody. Housing Wire could relate. They needed to hire an ambitious reporter to cover news stories on the U.S. housing market. So they turned to ZipRecruiter. And that's how Housing Wire found Alexandra Roja. Alexandra never imagined she could get a job as a reporter during COVID-19 because there was a hiring freeze. She created a profile on ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter matched Alexandra to Housing Wire's reporter job because her degree and writing skills were a great fit for the role. Housing Wire received her application only four hours after they posted the job. A couple of weeks later, she started her job. Let ZipRecruiter help you hire. And see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. 
Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all-new GT four-door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you miss any interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app or danpatrick.com. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. I text the Danettes yesterday because... I was flipping around, and of course I watch the games that I don't think anybody else is watching because I feel like unless it's their parents, maybe somebody's not watching. Like Orlando against Sacramento, I'm watching it. Even the players' parents probably aren't watching. So I said, hey, Tigers Reds, and I didn't hear back from any of you guys. Tigers Reds, and then I go, (laughs) wait, anybody watching this? Tyler Alexander just struck out nine consecutive batters. I got crickets from my guys. Tom Verducci knew about this, even though Tom was working on the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers telecast yesterday. Tom on loan from MLB Network joining us there. Pretty impressive performance from a Detroit Tiger pitcher there, Tyler Alexander. Yeah, it is. I mean, listen, this is an interesting season. We're seeing all kinds of, I think, weird records and schedules and anything goes. We knew that going in, but I guess if you wanted to skip to the shorthand, Dan, you would say, Let's just have the Yankees play the Dodgers tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Go straight to the World Series and forget about this other nonsense and weirdness. (laughs) If not those two, 
than who? Uh, really good question. You know, the Braves, to me, are an underrated team. I mean, they won, what, 97 games last year, and uh, they're kind of an experienced, younger team now. I think they're a little bit dangerous. You know, the American League, the Minnesota Twins are just picking up where they left off last year. We've seen them, though, in the postseason, just can't get by the New York Yankees. But there's, like, a, a, a tier of near-elite players. But i got to say, the Yankees and the, Reds and, the, and the Dodgers are in their own tier above that elite tier. Also, with what I, I watched Clayton Kershaw yesterday because I was kind of holding my breath after getting scratched opening day. That's as good as he's looked in three years, I'm going to guess, Tom. There's no doubt about that, Dan. Listen, he went to driveline, the high-tech facility in Washington to try to recapture some of his fastball velocity, and he has. I mean, he hit 93, a little over 93 yesterday. That's That was his best fastball in at least two years, since July of 2018. And I think even better than that, Dan, he was just – the ball was coming out of his hand easy. His command was impeccable. Yeah. I was surprised that he went back out for the sixth inning. Uh, he clearly talked to the manager, Dave Roberts, and said, hey, I'm good. That was a really good sign. He held his stuff through that game. Um, yeah, if you're a Dodger and watching him pitch, he I don't know if you noticed this, Dan, he worked so quickly. He worked twice as fast as he normally does. I think that's just an indication of how good he felt. These postponements over the weekend, I, I liken baseball to being on a high wire with no net right now. It just feels like the commissioner is holding his collect. Their baseball is holding their collective breath. Can the commissioner exhale anytime soon with this situation right now? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because listen, we know that this season for the owners anyway is mostly about the postseason, right? There's a billion-dollar pot of gold at the end of the postseason for the owners from TV money. More than 60% of national TV money comes in the postseason. So they need to get not just to the end of the regular season, but really to the end of the postseason. This is what this season is about. And I think what happened first with the Marlins, now with the Cardinals, has been a wake-up call. I think for the most part, then players have been really good about sticking to the protocols. But these were cases that proved – just stepping out of line a little bit mm. jeopardizes everybody. And when I say everybody, I'm talking about the entire league, not just one team. So you can't get together with your buddies after a game and have a pizza, which is what's going on. You know, you can't go back to the same behavior that you had before. And, and I think a lot of teams, I know the Dodgers had a team meeting about this. The Diamondbacks did as well. We got to be better, guys. You know, there's no room to just let your guard down. And I, I think, as I said, players on the whole have done a really good job, but that was a wake-up call that it has to be even better. Does baseball punish the Marlins franchise or these players? <laughs> you know, I don't think so. They're doing their own investigation, Dan, to get to the bottom of this. I think they already know, in a general sense, you know, what was happening, where the breach came. The good news for baseball, Dan, is – Nobody believes, at least in baseball, that the act of playing baseball outside leads to transmission of the disease, right? The Phillies played the Marlins when a bunch of their players were positive. And for all week long, no Philly player tested positive. I think that was the underlying silver lining in this case, is that it's mostly about what are you doing away from the field of play? That brings us to our final story, Ioannis Cespedes. And can, can you explain in 30 seconds to us what happened yesterday with the Mets outfielder? Well, there was a period there where the Mets were clearly concerned because he wasn't at the ballpark and nobody had heard from him since the previous day. They actually sent security people to his room at the hotel. They opened the door. There's no cesspitus. There's no personal belongings. He's clearly not there and, and gone but they still don't know where he is. It wasn't until during the game that his agent called up and said, oh, by the way, he's got home. He's not going to play for the rest of the year. So, you know, bottom line is good thing that he's safe. I respect, as, as the Mets do, anybody's decision if they don't want to play in this atmosphere, right? Lorenzo came to the Brewers, did so the other day. But you know what? He told the team what he was doing. <laughs> he didn't get up and leave without telling anybody. That was the irresponsible part. The decision to opt out, I get it. You know, it's going to happen. We're going to see some more, Dan, especially when it comes to older players who have the security of money and or position on a team. Yeah, but let's talk about maybe an underlying theme here that he wasn't going to reach incentive levels. He didn't like he was complaining about his playing time a little bit. I yeah. understand the health part of this, but I think this is the 
part of the healthy bank account that was bothering him more than his own health. No question. And that was one of my concerns going into the season that you're playing amid a pandemic. There's some risk involved. Let's face it. There's nobody in the stands. Your paycheck is a fraction of what it normally would be. What keeps you going? What keeps you going is the chance to play in the postseason and maybe some personal records or we hope personal pride. But I think if you're not playing well and your team's not playing well and you have that security, I expect we're going to see a few more guys, not giant waves of people, but a few more guys say, you know what? Why am I here? I'm just going to go home. Not so much count my money, but make sure I stay safe and secure. I wonder if the Mets tried to embarrass him by filing a missing persons report, Tom. Like, I think that isn't his agent, his former agent, the GM of the Mets? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It felt like they tried to embarrass. Cespedes was embarrassing the Mets. It felt like the Mets might have sent a volley back to say, oh, we're going to file a missing persons report here. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I think understandable to read it that way. I do. Listen, they put out the statement that he wasn't there and they had no idea where he was without really any sense of his well-being. Now, you can praise them for being transparent, for a guy showing up the, not at the ballpark and telling the media that he wasn't there. They didn't have to do that. But I guess if you're a little bit of a cynic, <laughs> you would say there was a motivation behind that than just transparency. Was somebody taking a shower or are they at the sink there, Tom? <laughs> that, I'm in my basement studio, as if I have another studio. It's only the studio I have. Uh, and I think that has something to do with the uh, irrigation system running. Oh, okay. I, 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 thought, I, I thought somebody uh, was, was uh, taking a shower there. Or the something. wonderful world of plumbing. Just the, the audible sound of plumbing. Music to my ears. Oh, thanks for joining us as always, Tom. We appreciate your time. Yeah, anytime, Dan. Thank you. Tom Berducci, MLB Network Analyst. He was on the call of Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. I started to hear the water running. I'm like, uh oh. This just got interesting here. What's happening here? Yeah, Paul. We were all looking at each other and going, <laughs> someone's going to the bathroom right now and it can't be Tom. Oh, no. It felt like it was a the uh, faucet was going or a shower was going. You know, because people at home and all the things that could be going on, your family doesn't know you're doing a live shot. You're on Zoom? Yes. Yeah, like Dad's down in the basement again. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my studio. I'm on the air. <laughs> my basement studio. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, we going to settle on poll question, McLevin? Yeah. I want to ask that question that you asked in the beginning of the show. Is it worth it for Zion Williamson to play anymore? I kind of, you said, if you're going to play him 14 minutes, why? No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want him out there. Yeah. I, can you imagine if he gets hurt now? So they've already lost their first two games, and they're not going to make the playoffs. I don't need him out there. We're not going to prove anything that I understand when he went home for the family medical emergency, that pretty much ended all hope that the Pelicans would be formidable here because he came back, then he quarantined for four days, and missing all that time, he looks like it. And they're sort of trying to play him. I'd rather not play him at all. Think about this long term. You're not going to win. And if you're in the playoffs, then you go all in. You're not even in the playoffs yet, and you haven't gone all in. Just send him home. I know he wants to play. He's angry he's not playing. But judging by the way he moves up and down the floor, I would not have him out there. Players don't... You almost have to protect a player from himself because you'll try to do more than you want to do. That's why the minutes restriction, I thought that that was flawed because if you know you're only going to play four minutes, you're going to do a whole lot in those four minutes. I'd rather say you're going to play seven minutes. Get in the flow of a game. Don't try to dominate a game. Dictate a game. Just get into the flow. Let it come to you instead of going after it. And I just thought that they did a disservice here. And look, the NBA did everything they could possibly do except for give them an automatic buy into like the third round. They probably considered that. How can we get them into the third round of the postseason? Can we get him traded to the Lakers? How do we get more Zion on TV? Because <laughs> face it. People will tune in to watch Zion Williamson. If, how many players are you tuning in to watch? Just the NBA roster here, if I said, now you might say, I'm going to watch that team. But I, if I said individually, 
how many players in the NBA will you go out of your way to watch? Not, hey, it's on, I'll watch. I want to know the tune-in factor. LeBron has it. I think James Harden has it. I think Luka has it. I don't think people are fascinated with the Greek freak. I think he is a spectacular player. He's going to be the MVP. I don't think he's tune-in worthy. And I'm just saying that as a basketball fan, I'll watch, and sometimes he might make it look too easy, but I don't have the fascination watching him that I do Damian Lillard, believe it or not. Uh, Zion, there's a tune-in factor there. Joel Embiid, I'm not tune, you know, I'm, there's not a tune-in factor there. Jason Tatum, not a tune-in factor. Used to be Russell Westbrook. You know, I, I would watch those games as, as often as he was on. I was trying to watch Russell Westbrook during the, uh, when he won the MVP. But how many players are tune-in worthy right now? Five? Seven, maybe? Yeah, McLevin. Uh, how about Ben Simmons to see if he shoots a three? No. Uh, no? Not interested he, in that? He's talented enough that he should be on that list, but he's definitely not. But he's, he's like um, the Greek freak. He's, he's not as good as the Greek freak. Like the Greek freak is able to play both ends. And Ben Simmons is a good defender. That's just not exciting. Like he'd be Greek freak light. Even Anthony Davis is, a, he's like the Greek freak. Wonderful players. Don't get me wrong. Great players. You know, Hall of Famers. I just, am I going out of my way to watch them? And the answer is no. Now, will I watch if the Bucs are playing a meaningful game? You know, the uh, Mavs against the Rockets the other night. It was fun to watch. But I also got to watch Luka and James Harden. Porzingis put up 39. But, you know, not every game is going to have 302 points in regulation. But there aren't many tune-in you know, guys, you're tuning in. The tune-in factor for some of these NBA players. I don't think there are as many as you think. Steph Curry, when he was playing, tune-in factor. Kevin Durant, maybe. Klay Thompson, maybe. But that's about it. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving out somebody here. But if you said I could watch the Joker play in Denver, I'd go, No. But I am fascinated that a guy who moves like I do can do what he does. But then you'll watch Sacramento, Minnesota on a Tuesday night. I will, but that's only because I feel like nobody's going to watch them. And, and I would, you know, from somebody who played, you know, for bad basketball teams and nobody watched, I always wanted somebody to at least watch or care. And I, I'm watching Orlando and I go, I, I don't care, but I have to keep watching. Yes, McLevin. Donovan Mitchell do it for you? No. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker? Any young guys that are not no, yet? No. No. That, they're great players, but I'm just talking about if I said, hey, this is on or that's on. Or you have to go do this or you can watch this game. Yeah, McLevin. Kawhi, you didn't say. He's not a tune-in factor guy. Now, if he's playing for a title, yeah, then you're watching. And you marvel at him. But when's the last time you said, hey, uh, when's Kawhi play next? Let's go around the room. When, when are the Clippers play next? I tell you, Zion plays the Grizzlies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Pelicans play the Grizzlies. Hopefully, yeah. And then I don't want him out there with the whole rookie of the year and John ja Morant and, you know, because John ja Morant's going to bring it tonight. And Zion can't. Ja is healthy. And I don't want him. I don't want Zion going out there, play 14 minutes, play 15 minutes, play 30 minutes. I don't want that because he's going to want to go and play, and he should not be playing. Plain and simple. Yeah, Paul. By the way, Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz, he would look and feel much more athletic if he wasn't number 45. That's a very slow plotting number. <laughs> it looks from when I'm watching him play, I'm like, man, he can't get up. I'm sure he can jump, but 45 is a very power forward-ish number mm. for a guard. Mm. That's the stuff I think about. Yes, McLovin. You forgot one, T.J. Warren. 
He's still- well, yet now he's must-see TV because I want to see what he does yeah. for an encore after putting up 53. Yes, Todd? I don't know if you go out of your way to tune in to necessarily that team or so you him, but Kyle Lowry is a lot of fun. No, he you're not tuning in to see Kyle Lowry. I wouldn't put him at the level of the other names that were mentioned, but if you went to that next tier, when is the fun to When watch. is the last time, when is the only time that you've watched Kyle Lowry play? I just watched him over the weekend, which was just kind of a, an accident because <laughs> okay. they were playing the Lakers. You're not you're not watching Kyle Lowry. You I would I would tune in to see Pascal Siakam before I would Kyle Lowry. <laughs> and and it's not a knock on Lowry or Siakam. I there there just aren't many tune in factor uh, games or, or players. Yeah, McLovin. Karis Levert put up thirty four for Thank the Nets you, McLovin. Yes, yes, Eden. Even at 1.30 on a Monday, you wouldn't tune in? How weird is that? <laughs> I, I'll watch. How bizarre is that? No, like, no, I'll watch, but <laughs> I won't go, you know, hey, I can't do that right now because I'm watching Kyle Lowry. That's like a nap time NBA game. Oh. Like, wow, this is interesting. Yeah, I'm going to catch it in the second half because I'm going to be napping around 1.35. <laughs> and then around 2.10, I'm up and ready to go. Yeah, Paul. Here's a litmus test. Well, if we would talk about these players, if you have to mention the t- name of the team he's on after his name, then he's not tuning. Like, you know, Kyle Lowry of the Raptors, I'd watch him, or Karis, Karis LeVert of the Nets, I'd watch yeah. him. If you name the team, that means he's not automatic home. People were know him when everything likes him. You know. All right, we'll settle on a poll question. We got phone calls uh, coming up. And uh, this whole Pac 12, what is going on out there with their football players and our other conferences going to follow suit? I don't know. But I do think if the Power Five leads, leaves the NCAA, then you might have, I don't know if it's a union for the players. I, I don't know. I was told yesterday that there would be representation because players just want to have a seat at the table. And right now they don't have a seat at the table. And so they want to have representation there. And I don't know if we get to the power five leaving, you know, at any point soon. I, I was told that that's going to happen. The question is not if, but when. And then what's going on with the Pac-12 with some players? How many players would it take for to really get capture the attention of the Pac-12? Where they go, okay, now we're going to listen to you. Because you're going to try to shut down a conference here. We'll take a break. Play of the day up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick show. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion lounge, Resi priority notified and Amex card member benefits at select events. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. There's only one John Sterling. I don't need Aaron Judge guilty. Courtesy of WFAM. Six home runs in five games, and the first Yankee since Alex Rodriguez in 2007 to hit homers in five consecutive games. Yankees start a series against the Phillies coming up tonight. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Raycon. You're going to love these wireless earbuds. Buy Raycon.com slash Patrick. Get 15% off the wireless earbuds. Buy Raycon.com slash Patrick. We'll talk to Pete Thamel, covers college uh, athletics, uh, in particular, college football for Yahoo Sports. The Pac-12 players, they want some demands met. And I think they're going to have a ha- hard time hearing a sympathetic audience here. But we'll talk to uh, Pete about that. I think uh, out of all the sports, college football is the one that I have the greatest doubts about. They may start. I can't see college football finishing, but... Uh, Judging from some of the other sports, can they do what the NFL is doing? And the answer is no. Can they do what baseball is doing? The answer is no. And now you have players saying, wait, we want to make sure that you care about our health in this pandemic. And they also want some other things. But uh, we'll toss that around with Pete. And Chris Mannix will join us inside the bubble coming up in a little bit. Guess who turns 43 today? Seton? Uh, I think I might know. Okay, then uh, anybody else want to venture a guess? Well, I could guess, actually, because I might be wrong. TB12? Yep. Knew it. Yeah. Yep. But every anytime I say, whose birthday is it, you always say Tom Brady, no matter what day of the year it is. Well, I know that because Tom Brady is always somebody throughout my life over the last 20 years or so that I've been like, wow, look at what he's done with his life. <laughs> he's, he's almost the, he's, he's 11 months older than me. And I'm like, wow, look at what he's done with his life. He's made a billion dollars. Wow, look at what he's done with his yeah, life. Yeah, but you do have a supermodel wife. I do. Yeah. We have that in common. Yes. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Wow, look at, look at what he's been able to accomplish. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do that. It, and usually in this business, in the media, you compare yourself with other people, like what they've done or what they've made yeah. or where they work. All quarterbacks in NFL history have combined for 22 touchdown passes after turning 43. All quarterbacks. Tom Brady, who turns 43 today, has thrown more than 22 touchdown passes in 17 different seasons. This, according to uh, Evan Kaplan, sends that in. How is that right? How many did uh, George Blanda throw for with the Raiders? I think we need Ethan to fact check this, but how about Warren Moon? Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg. All quarterbacks in NFL history. So every quarterback has combined who's over the age of 43 has thrown a total of 22 touchdown passes. Maybe Vinny Tessaverde? Yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, maybe it's like seven and then four and then nine. After the age of 43 is the thing. Yes. Warren Moon didn't throw a lot after age 42. What about George Blanda with the Raiders? Checking. I got like, he's through about, I think most of them are going to be George Blanda. He had... Six, uh, at least six. But After no the age of 43? I yeah. thought George played till he was He played till he was 48. 48. But I think he was also kicking, right? He was a kicker. So he only played part-time at quarterback. Okay. Well, and Vinny Testaverde? I thought he might have played at 43. All right. Let me get a couple of phone calls. Uh, Gus in Los Angeles is back. Hey, Gus, what's on your mind? 
Good morning, Mr. DP. Hope you had a great weekend. You, Heaton, Paulie, Frithy, and Hooper over there. And, uh, and yeah, man, you know, best and worst of the weekend, man, it's too great of a weekend to have a worst. You know, this country's been through the ringer since March. I personally, I lost my job. I lost my house. I lost everything because of COVID. And to have a weekend that I actually got to sit there and watch the Lakers on one channel and then go back to the Dodgers on another and yeah. watch games that actually mattered. And even though my Lakers got beat down on, I think it was yesterday on Sunday or Saturday, it, you know, it was something that brought something that felt a little like great to my life. And I know that I get that every morning with you guys. But to actually watch, you know, like I can like watch a hockey game and be like, yeah, I don't care about this, you know, but to actually sit there and be like, hey, they got the Coyotes. <laughs> well, thank you, Gus. It's always great to hear from you. Sorry to hear about what's going on in your personal life, but uh, we always appreciate you calling in. More phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We will give you ours as well. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, a special presentation is coming up. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.